0: nchc.tv studios this is the american collegiate hockey top 20 podcast brought to you by liberty university bring your faith and your game to the premier m one program on the east coast see us at liberty.edu behind the mask and behindthemask.com your hockey superstore with three valley locations and across the country at behindthemask.com indiana tech university For tickets and schedule information for the two-time ACHA National Champions, go to indianatechwarriors.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson for lunch or catering your next office party. We are the best to barbecue Las Vegas style. University of Georgia Hockey. Power school athletic traditions, college town atmosphere, and the building of a program like no other at ugahockey.com. College Hockey, Inc. Growing the game at the college level and beyond. Adrian College, championship hockey culture and a nationally rated small private school education at adrianbulldogs.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. Maryville University, the big city style of St. Louis and a small school education. For more information, visit us at maryvillesaints.com or at maryville.edu. Jets Pizza. Go to jetspizza.com to find the location near you. University of Mary Hockey. Top flight hockey, intense rivalries, and championship aspirations. Schedule and ticket information at go.umary.com. The Caesars Sportsbook app. The only app that lets you earn Caesars rewards, but please play responsibly. By FedEx, the official shipping company of Ice Time Hockey West. The American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 podcast is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All
1: right, well, welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that may be joining us tonight on the Podbean Network. Scott Strandy with you tonight from about, I don't know, half a mile from the Pacific Ocean in Carlsbad, California. My co-host is always joining me from that it is still championship but tonight it's resilient las vegas nevada stephen how are you how are things uh, in vegas and certainly at unlv
2: yeah no uh, it's been a tough day uh, no question about it uh for people that didn't hear there was a shooting today at unlv um, on the campus there near the student union one of the buildings near there in the beam halls that's called where the, a lot of the business classes are held um, we know right now that three people have been killed sadly one is Critically injured in the hospital, the uh, the shooter thankfully has been uh, apprehended, not apprehended he's been he's been killed, um, so he's gone. Um, it's just a really sad day on the campus there, and as someone who went to UNLV like myself, um, it, it's it's really uh, sad that we have to see this uh, anywhere really, but when it hits here in Vegas, and of course I think about what happened on one October and how bad this was. Thankfully, this isn't on that scale. It seems like um, only. One losing one life, of course, is too many. But um, it seems like the police responded pretty fast. I think it was campus police that got to him. Uh, but the campus all day long has been on lockdown. They've been clearing out the buildings, and everybody, I believe, is that process is still going on or has been going on. And and uh, we we know that the UNLV hockey team is all accounted for. All the most of the people that I know that are accounted for. So it's 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 a sad day, no question. And um, it's it's really tough that we have to see this happen again uh, in here in this community, but also just in the country in general. And, and uh, you know, we'll just, the Vegas Strong um, moniker will be uh, will be uh, unleashed again, but it's, it's another example just seeing some of the coverage catching up on it uh, a little bit, um, just how much people are willing to help uh, in these times, which, again, it brings back the horrific memories of 1 October, but the, the great the, the goodness from that seeing how much people were willing to help in the community and and i think people are stepping up here i know that there was stuff at the convention center and people were handing out food and people helping get their kids and their students reunited with their families and everything like that so um that part of it is is uh is is great but it is just a sad day but um
1: well Stephen, three things that come to mind to me is uh obviously one october and why is this happening again um number two is you know i grew up in northern minnesota and, uh, I did hunt, um, as a, uh, as a youngster growing up and, uh, I can tell people, and I have told people this countless times, uh, I never, ever once thought of using a gun on a person. And I just don't know where that mentality comes in, where you feel like you need to use a gun on another person. Um, and finally, um, the disturbing part. Even more than everything else is the fact that this is another older adult um, that was just released a a short while ago. This is a 67 year old past professor. So I mean,
2: he's a college, he's a career college professor. We don't know if he's there's a connection to UNLV. There's been reports that maybe he tried to get a job at the university and that he that was turned that he did not. That they did not hire him. That they denied that, and maybe he was trying to give some enact some sort of revenge. I don't want to speculate. We don't know. Obviously, he's gone. Right.
1: No, no I didn't want to walk you into that. I'm just. No. I'm strictly talking about like the age said, of the individual. Was the this was not individual. another um, right. terrorist attack, or this was not another uh, student against student. This is this is troubling, and a lot like the Route 91 shooting on one October. It was uh, an older gentlemen that decided just to destroy people's lives
2: yeah and 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 again it just goes back to uh, a lot of people now on campus almost probably the entire the entire campus is shaken up by this and i know that the the campus is now closed through friday at least friday there's a lot of people on campus uh, today. Uh, I think there was some stuff going on there, but it's also study week because finals are next week at UNLV, so a lot of people are on campus getting, trying to prepare themselves to to take their finals, and which is a you know that's usually a pretty stressful time. <laughs> I remember, I mean, it's pretty, it really can be pretty stressful preparing for for final exams, and uh, and then you have something like this happens, and it's just it, it's just a, a, unfathomable. Again, we don't know the 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 suspects, or we don't know the the victims' names and stuff. Um, if it's what we think it, it could be maybe older people with that. We don't know if it's faculty members or students or not, so we'll wait on that. But yeah, it's just um. So the, yeah, the campus is closed through Friday. Uh, I believe UNLV's hockey game is still scheduled to play on its um schedule as of now, Friday. But that's off campus, so that's uh. So that's uh, that's scheduled to, to still take place as of now. I haven't heard anything different, but everything on campus has been uh, been canceled for through at least Friday. So. Um, it's It's a sad day, but it's great to see st- uh, st- statements come out from the uh, sports community here in in Vegas, also around the, uh, the country really. Uh, the Golden Knights were in St. Louis tonight. They're taking on the St. Louis Blues. Um, they did a moment f- for on uh, a moment of silence for for the, for the tragedy at UNOV today. Uh, I believe the Ontario rain did something for the Henderson Silver Knights who are on the road in Ontario tonight, a moment of silence or a little moment there before their game. Um, teams teams that put, put out statements and stuff. So, um, a lot of that uh, I would imagine. UNV V Hockey, if they if they still have their games on Friday, will certainly be doing something before that game. On. And and it's just and, and it's been a sad week in, in, in Vegas in general because uh, we don't want to spend too much time on this. But just a few days ago, I think last week we lost two troopers, two uh, Nevada State troopers that were uh, tending to somebody um, on a, on, a call, on the freeway, and then a suspected DUI person hits them. And a hit and run, and the two troopers uh, lost their lives just several days ago. So we're still kind of, the city's still kind of mourning, still mourning that. And then we have this happen today, so it's been kind of a, an interesting few days here. But uh, but again, Vegas strong is, is a thing that we we hear, we heard a lot of one October, and it's something that's kind of always stood there. And even now, we we kind of have to um, we kind of have to bring that to the forefront again. And 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 we and we have to wish the prayers to the the families of those that did lose their lives and and certainly all the people that are affected because it's it's really shaking up the campus and i was just they were interviewing some of the students today and and students do not sure if they want to go back to campus i mean it's something like this really shakes you up whether you were right there by it or the other side of campus hearing something like that because it hits close to home and and uh and so we'll see what what happens with that but um yeah it's it's a it's a it's a sad day when something like this happens anywhere and of course it happens right here in in the backyard in in vegas and uh, where i'm at and it's uh it's it's a sad
1: day you know and it truly is and i don't want to uh i I don't want to forget about the the tragedy in texas too that six lives were taken there on another crazy uh incident so um it's hard it's hard to keep up with it all like that's I said, a, uh, so that's I didn't the mar- problem,
2: Scott. Is that it's happening too often? You almost can't keep up with how much how much it's happening. I mean, I, it's, yeah. just, it's yep. just crazy that so much, so many of these have been happening. Um, I think I saw something. I don't want the numbers. People can look this stuff up. Well, this is this is a hockey show. We try. It. We'll get back to that in a second. But um, it's just there's so many of these happening. And again, this isn't the forum that we could discuss how we how this can change or whatever. But um, it's just it's happening way too much one time happens it's too much but uh, you know it obviously it's happening way way too much but you know what the answers are that's not for me to decide that's for other people to decide but um you know something you know i, I, I mean maybe possible.
1: it is time that that other people decide like you or me and others yeah. um but anyway um well there's no easy way to transition out of something like this just to say our thoughts and prayers are with everybody in texas and in vegas uh, for the senseless tragedy. Um, we move on. Uh, it's Wednesday, which means, uh, guess what? A new ranking came out, ranking number eight in the ACHA Men's Division One, M M1, some people call it, Division One, as others call it. Um, and the Adrian Bulldogs remain on top, 16-2-0 after a sweep of um, their arch rival, I guess, at, at Indiana Tech. Uh, Minot State comes in at number two, Jamestown three, Central Oklahoma at four, the aforementioned UNLV Rebels come in at five, UMary at six, Ohio at seven, Liberty at eight, Maryville at nine, and Niagara rounds out the top ten. Stephen, as you know, I had a chance to visit with Carius Tallis. We'll play that here in a few minutes, uh, that interview. But um, any surprise with what you see in the top ten? Because to me... Not really.
2: No, not really a surprise. I mean, not really a lot of change either. I mean, we saw basically UNLV and Mary swap spots. UNLV had a, a very successful weekend in Arizona where they they uh, they took care of business against uh, Arizona Wildcats. One of those games was pretty lopsided. The second, I think, was game was a little bit closer. But um, Arizona, I think, is is pretty uh, beat up right now, injury wise. So. Um, undermanned I'm sure but but still they got two wins and the computer doesn't take that into account obviously so they get two wins there Uh, Mary again impressive how great they've been in their first season of M1 play Uh, they're 11-4-1 but yeah I mean the the teams that are in in the top five or the top 10 really uh, deserve to be there Uh, Jamestown having a great season there at number three so they moved up a spot actually Uh, that's still kind of a surprise Central Oklahoma and Jamestown kind of swap spots there Uh, Central Oklahoma's fifteen and three, Jamestown fifteen and four, and and it's going to be an important game series this week. And obviously, we talked about what the tragedy of UNLV, but um, you know it is setting up for uh, a big weekend here in in City National Arena because Jamestown is scheduled to play UNLV this weekend in a two-game set just before the uh, the break here. So uh, you talk about some big games that could have impacts on the rankings. Uh, Those two teams taking place uh, against each other this weekend here at City National Arena will be uh, will. Will be a, probably a, one of the best matchups of the of the weekend of the ACHA for sure. Yeah,
1: certainly. Well, two top five teams as we look right now, and one thing that I'll give credit uh, for with the ACHA, they've done a really good job. I don't know if they've reprogrammed their computer or what they've done, but um, the computer rankings coming out, um, you know, as a and I got all over this on the NCAA side of things and the pairwise rankings, but um, you got to look at uh, if you're a novice fan you want to look at the one-loss record, right? If you want to grow the game, um, you want to look at the one-loss record. And when you look at this, um, Adrian 16-2-0, uh, how can you not have them at top? You know, no matter who they play, they're 16-2-0. And, 0. and uh, my not, Jamestown both 14-4, and 4, um, Central Oklahoma 15-3, f- yeah, and 3, uh, I think that might be who they lost to. Uh, UNLV 14-3, and 3, probably the same thing. Um, you Mary, just, uh, coming into the league probably hasn't earned their stripes fully yet, but, uh, working their way there. But my point being is when you look through the top 17 teams, they're all double digits. The only one that's uh, a double digit winner, or actually two Michigan, Dearborn and Davenport down at 22 and 23. And, uh, that's a little frustrating from my end of it, because I think, as you know, if you win hockey games, you should be ranked higher than teams that don't win hockey games. I don't care who the losses come against. Um, Parody is involved, and you'll hear that from Gary Estalus tonight. Parody is across the board in college hockey, ACHA and NCAA. So uh, you need to start taking that into consideration that every team, at least in the top 25 of ACHA hockey, can beat any team. That's just the way it is.
2: And this year, certainly we're seeing a lot more Uh, Parody. I mean we saw just a couple weeks ago in Chicago where you know UNLV loses two two games there against maybe teams that are lower ranked than them and yet they beat Minot State the last day of it Uh, and then Minot State loses a couple of games there in in Chicago so they that made them lose you know their record dented a little bit so um, it's it's just such a crazy thing I mean uh, but I think for the most part, the, the rankings are how they're going to be. Now, on X earlier today, formerly Twitter, I, I hate people was calling it formerly Twitter. We know I think X is formerly Twitter now, but anyways, people are still saying that. Uh, the and Paul Hornstein will call it Twitter forever. People are still calling it, people still call it Twitter. All the, they say tweets and stuff, but, it's, it's, uh, but anyways, uh, on, on X, uh, the ACHA Men's D1 account already – kind of did hypothetical matchups as we know this year it's going to be different because 24 teams get in for the first time uh so that so there's, there's and i think we kind of get an idea of how how the the uh how the format is going to go because it, they put out these these hypothetical for, uh, formats and matchups so they did uh one adrian would take on uh, number sixteen or number set versus the number seventeen game, which right now is Grand Valley State and, and Utah's number seventeen. Uh, My state would be take on the fifteen eighteen matchup, which is uh, well they have it with their uh, uh, uh Illinois State and Arizona's eighteen. Uh, but basically, we'd go through this. so number three would take on winner of fourteen versus nineteen. Number four right now, which is UCO, would is taking on thirteen through twenty. That's always been the case. But what's going to be, I think, different this year is now you get into that five through that twelve range. But it's it, it appears to me that the twelve seats through the um uh, or the yeah the twelve seats through the um or the nine seeds through the 12 seeds will be taking on the, like the 20 through the 24 seeds because the way they have these these hypoth- these um, hypothetical matchups if they were to start today would be number four would be taking on number 13, the winner of 13 versus 20. Number five would be taking on the winner of number 12 versus 21. Number six, which is Mary, would be taking on number 11 versus number 22. Number seven would take on the winner versus the number 10 versus number 23 matchup. and Number eight would take on the winner of number nine Versus number twenty-four. So, if you glean at that, is that those, those, the 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 five through the twelve seats will take on um, different? They'll the the twelve seats lower will be taking on um, twenty-one through um, twenty-four. So that's the, what's different this year. Is it seems like it's. I don't know if that means there'll be an extra day in there. Or maybe there's not going to be. Uh, it seems like you'd have to have an extra day of the men's one tournament if. if if now you're going to have uh, the 5 seats or the 12 seats, 13 uh 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 seeds taking on twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 then the winner of that would then take on the traditional 5 through 12 seed matchups. So it it seems a bit confusing, but maybe we'll we'll, we'll understand it once we see it kind of in a bracket form, but <sighs>
1: Yeah, I think they've got it planned out. We'll look forward to seeing that as uh, as things get closer um, to that day. As I said, uh, I did have a chance to visit with Gary Solis today, the number one ranked team in M1 hockey. Also, uh, a couple things, Stephen, that that uh, I talked to Gary about. Things that we saw. And maybe didn't get a chance to talk about it since we weren't able to do a show um uh, due to my illness <laughs> again. And yeah, I will say that I am,
2: people people you haven't there was I, I am got, doing like, much better. We got I you, am doing much better. Of course in the so, grand scheme uh, of things of what's happened today, your illness seems so minor at this point. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it, but it wasn't a minor, minor, minor illness bit. you had. You had you know, but
1: Oh, so. it was a battle. But anyway. Um So anyway, I had a chance to talk to Gary about that. I also had a chance to talk to him about a new conference and, uh, I think you'll like what you hear. And I asked him, uh, you know, how do you go about doing that? How do you form a new conference? Uh, what's behind the scenes? And he kind of dug into that a little bit. And then of course, uh, he talked about the, uh, the new showcase, the prospect showcase, which I think is pretty cool because it travels across the entire country from New Jersey to Michigan, to Nevada, Actually, if you're doing the time parts of it, it's New Jersey, Nevada, then Michigan, but, uh, you get my point. It goes clearly across the country, giving more opportunities for prospects to showcase their talents and to learn more about ACHA hockey. And that's exactly how you grow the game. So kudos to the ACHA Joe Carpio, uh, for jumping on board and doing that. And we'll get more into that. Hopefully I get Joe on, uh, in the coming weeks to, to talk about it. Uh, we know UNLV and, uh, Anthony Vigneri-Greener will, will take part in that, as well as Gary Estalas at Michigan, and uh, my apologies, because I'm not sure who the guy is at New Jersey that's doing it. I just know it's, I believe it's at the Titans, uh, New Jersey Titans uh, facility, where they'll be holding that, so that will come, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes, but Yeah, yeah that, um,
2: that, uh, that is exciting, and I should mention that, because it doesn't seem possible, because it just seems like we just season just started, but we are eight more weekends of play before the uh, final weeks of uh, final bids go out for nationals the the last week of the towards the end of february that's when the that's when they'll go out the, uh, the and and of
1: course so, the national tournament is earlier this year it's March 7th this year is when it starts, so... Yes, um, March, um, March
2: 7th through the 17th is the M1 tournament. I think a couple more days after that is the rest of it, um, all the other divisions and stuff. It's back in St. Louis again this upcoming season at the Centene Community Ice Center there. Um, and the reason I think it's a little bit earlier is because the, the NCAA um, hockey has some regional games there too, so... Um, correct. Yep, you are correct. The, AC, the ACHA games got to get in first before they can get the... And I
1: think that's okay, because if you'll ask most ACHA coaches, they don't like that two-, three-week period sometimes where they're not playing games, and they're searching for somebody to play uh, and to prepare for a national tournament. So I think that's okay. I like that. I like it coming a little earlier.
2: Yeah, no, I think it's no problem being being a little bit early. I think it's it's, it's a good thing for it to be.
1: It, it's uh, a problem for me, because it's right in the middle of the NCAA playoffs. <laughs> oh well. But, but anyway,
2: well, I will you, figure it out. You'll already be there when the uh, NC regionals get to St. Louis, so you'll already be there. <laughs> just park out in St. Louis, right? Uh, but there's uh, a road. There's a
1: road to get there, my friend. There's a road to get meet there. Me, meet
2: me in uh, St. Louis, isn't that a song? So
1: yeah, that there is, that it is. Um, so anyway, let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Let's talk uh, to Gary Estalas for a few minutes, and then um, we'll go from there. So we'll be right back.
0: Championship, pedigree, world-class coaching, first-class facilities are all a part of the ACHA experience at Adrian College. The Bulldogs look to raise their third national championship banner in the last five years at Arrington Ice Arena, one of the best facilities in all college hockey. Get a big school hockey feel all of the educational advantages of a private education. For more information, go to adrianbulldogs.com or adrian.edu. University of Arizona Wildcats
1: return to the Tucson Arena September 29th. Join the tradition and become a part of the legacy of hockey in the old Pueblo. Cheer on your five-time Cactus Cup champions as the Wildcats pursue a national championship after a promising
2: off-season of key roster additions. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org for schedule and ticket information and follow us on social media. Bear down and rise up. (laughs)
0: you <laughs> Looking for a small campus setting with a big campus varsity hockey program? Located in the heart of the Ozarks, Springfield, Missouri, Drury University Hockey is the new game in town. The beautiful Jordan Valley Ice Park, located less than a mile from the Drury campus, is the home of Panthers Hockey, including a newly renovated full-time locker room space. Drury University offers over 80 undergraduate majors and programs and nine graduate programs with an average class size of just 19 students. Go beyond and become a part of a bright future for Drury Panthers hockey. Visit DruryPanthers.com and Drury.edu you for more information looking to extend your hockey career at a high level then the University of Georgia could be the place for you ice dogs hockey is an NCAA style experience and championship culture combined with classic rivalries big-time athletics and an elite academic institution go to ugahockey.com to start your journey and see if you can continue to help build the limitless future ahead for University of Georgia Hockey. Looking to find the right place to fit your academic needs with a chance to play championship-level college hockey? Then Indiana Tech could just be that place. In less than a decade, the Warriors have played for two national championships, appeared in the last four national tournaments, and won six regular season and conference tournaments. Off the Ice majors in not just the tech fields, but communications, criminal justice, and more can get your career off to that same kind of championship start. For more information, visit us online at indianatechwarriors.com or at indianatech.edu. You talk about the best of Las Vegas, you're talking about the best of the best. So when you're at Jesse Ray's Barbecue and you're a three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award, it speaks for itself. At 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, come and savor our people's choice award-winning barbecue ribs or maybe just come in and pick up a bottle of our best in Las Vegas barbecue sauce to take home. Open 7 days a week, you can order online at jesseraysbarbecue.com. And for an occasion that will be remembered for a long time, call us for all of your catering projects at Jesse Ray's Barbecue today. Looking to continue building on a successful first season at the ACHA W1 level, Lake Superior State starts its second season in the CCWHA, a season that included having three academic All-Americans. If this is the kind of tradition that you are interested in help building as a player or support off the ice, then visit us at women's d one lsuachahockeycom and see if the school-rated Michigan's most affordable university is for you. Lake Superior State Women's Hockey, the small school advantage with the big hockey culture built in. Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice, as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. Your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong. See if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. If you are thinking of joining a growing power to continue playing high level college hockey, then Lake Superior State's ACHA M2 program. Could be right for you. In just two seasons, under head coach Steve Canisto, the Lakers M2 team continues its drive towards a national tournament bid, coming off the program's best season ever. For information about playing in this hockey-focused community, or if you're just interested in schedule and ticket information, visit our website at LSSUACHAhockey.com. New challenges? New level, same quest. Join us at the University of Mary for the 2023-24 hockey season as the two-time ACHA M2 champions bring that championship pedigree to the M1 level. Watch the Marauders take on rivals Minot State, Jamestown University, and National Powers, Missouri State, Illinois State, and Colorado State as they look to add to their hockey legacy. Head to GoUMary.com to find out how you can support University of Mary Hockey. At some schools, winning the national championship is the goal. For Liberty's women's hockey program, it's the expectation. Winners of the last five national championships, Liberty women's hockey is the ACHA W1 standard. Be a part of the championship legacy on or off the ice with a first-class education as well as serving your faith, community, and your game by visiting us at liberty.edu.
2: Welcome back to another segment of ITHSW Podcast's American Collegiate
3: Hockey Top 20 Podcast.
1: Indeed it is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight. From uh, beautiful Carlsbad, California, um, home away from home, kind of. Uh, my co-host you is even always a, Stephen you Marsh. Have a home. You even have a home. home is wherever. Stephen Marsh, joining joining me from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, okay, Stephen, you you know we had a chance to visit, uh, or I had a chance to visit with Gary Solis today. A very very busy man, and um, I had a chance to talk to him about a variety of things. So I know you haven't heard it yet. So listen closely and give me your thoughts when we're done. Okay.
2: Okay, I'm ready to take copious notes.
1: Okay, here we go. This is the head coach from uh, Adrian College. Uh, I think
3: we knew going into the season we were going to be an extremely young team. Uh, We have 10 freshmen. A a lot of those guys are in the lineup every night for us. So uh, just to kind of see those guys develop and and get better each week uh, has been a lot of fun. So it's, it's a young group and it's a really youthful group. And um, it's pretty energetic, so it's
1: it's it's been fun. We've talked uh, a lot about the the top teams in uh, ACHA hockey, and might not held that number one ranking for a long time, and then you guys finally overtake them. I don't think you want to give it back, do you?
3: Yeah, I was, I was actually just talking to a few coaches about this. I think Kirk and I were chatting. This, this is, in my opinion, now in my eighth year in the ACHA, this is the deepest. The ACHA has been at the top. Uh, Like you look at, uh, I think Brian Moran sent out like who you would play if the national tournament was tomorrow. And you even look at those teams that are just getting into the tournament. And I I truly feel anyone can be anyone. I mean, the parity is is pretty remarkable. And um, you know, we just obviously we're trying to be the highest we can going into the tournament. But I mean, it's 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 amazing how far the ACHA has come, at least in my
1: you know, short time in the league. Well, I'm 100% with you. As I told you earlier this year when I saw you play in person, that um, I'm just impressed with the top level of teams. And I'm also impressed with teams coming on. And, um, you know, to branch off of that a little bit, you guys uh, just announced you're going to be joining a new conference. So how exciting is that for you guys?
3: Yeah, it, it's super exciting. Um, you know, it, it's... Uh, I think a great opportunity where you've seen, um, you know, Carl Trozian, you know, really elevated Grand Valley when he was there, when they went from D2 to D1. Uh, And now Matt Tocosin's done a good job taking that over. And now Carl's with Purdue Northwest, and I think they're ranked maybe like 11th in the country. uh, And they're second year, and you've seen what uh, Mike Petrusma's done at Calvin. And really these schools and these athletic departments supporting their hockey program. And um, we kind of all just came together and said, you know what? Um, you know, we're taking a lot of pride in these rivalries and, and competing to, for all of our teams to get to the national tournament. Um, and Phil Sweeney's back at Davenport, and, and Billy is doing a great job at Roosevelt. Um, you know, I think we're all pretty like-minded. And, um, you know, we have, I think, a lot of good goals for our conference, and, and we want to do things the right way. And, it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really fired up about it. I, I really can't wait to get
1: going here. You know, a lot of people have asked me, Gary, how, how, uh, how does that work? How do you form a conference? I, I know you talk with the other coaches, and, and like you said, you're like-minded programs, but uh, there's got to be more to it than that to, uh, to actually be able to get it formed and get it started, right?
3: Yeah, so so Josh Pursuza kind of took the lead on it. Uh, he, he's going to be the commissioner uh, of the conference, um, and he, he's really done an excellent job of kind of getting us together. And, and And the good thing is, you know, we're us in Davenport, we're founding members of the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey League, um, and we're talking some some pretty awesome people uh, who started that conference. And so for them to, to get two more teams. And they'll have a six-team conference and they'll, they'll get an auto bid for the national tournament. And then, you know, our group of teams can kind of do our own thing. I think it's a win-win situation. I think, you know, it makes games for both of those conference conferences competitive now. And I think that's what everyone wants. No one wants, you know, those lopsided uh, games. And I think it makes everyone better when uh, the scores are really close. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a win-win situation. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward
1: to it. When you look at it now and you look at the growth, Gary, of, uh, of ACHA M1 hockey and you see Minot now also committing to a conference, um, are we getting back to that point now where everybody may be looking for a conference or do you think there's still going to be uh, some independents that find that the best for them?
3: Yeah, I, I think they'll, they'll always be independent. Um, you know, I've, I, kind of heard the, the murmurs that even maybe a, a team here or a team there might think about it. And, um, you know, for us, uh, being in Michigan, just geographically, it, it makes too much sense uh, to, to be in a conference. You know, we, we have traditional rivalries here with the MIAA, uh, which is, you know, a historical Division three conference. Uh, we also have the GLIAC, which is a Division two conference. Uh, and so we have, you know, all these traditional rivalries. I think for us, it makes sense. Uh, but for some other teams where, uh, you know, geographically, maybe they're in a a tougher, you know, standpoint, um, you know, it it probably makes more sense for them to be independent. So, um, you know, I'm not too sure on that, but, um, it's, it's a, it's an interesting time because you're seeing a lot of teams make moves right now. That's for sure.
1: And we talked about the parody of it. I think it's the same way in NCAA hockey, uh, as you know. I, I follow a lot of that too, and it's like every weekend, everybody can beat everybody. It seems like, and I'm guessing you've seen that already this year. Even though you're 16 and two, you've uh, you've had some real good battles, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, we
3: have. I mean, we went to uh, we uh, we went to overtime with Roosevelt, um, where. I think it really humbled our guys. And I mean, I remember we were in a team, or the, the players were in a players meeting in the hotel, I think, till, till one in the morning after that game. And uh, I know our captain that goes, uh, anyone can beat anyone. Like it, it, I mean, it's proven tonight, right? right? And, um, and, you know, there really is a parody. And, you know, we were down one, nothing going in the third uh, this past weekend against Frankie uh, at Indiana Tech. Like, um, it's. I think they're ranked 14 right now, but I, I mean, I can tell you this, it'd be an absolute battle uh, playing them in the national tournament if, if, you know, we drew them. So, like you said, the parity's there. Anybody can beat anybody. And I think that's good for our league, and it's good for our conference, and it shows, you know, the positive steps that we're moving forward
1: in. Okay, so uh, other big news that broke today was there's going to be a prospect showcase literally across America, and you're going to host one of them this spring slash summer. Um, tell me a little bit about what you know about that and how excited you are to have a good look at prospects and give them a chance to look at the quality of ACHA hockey. Yeah,
3: so Joe Caprio uh, has, has won, you know ran those, those uh, showcases the past out of out of Illinois and um they, they've been you know amazing and then he had the opportunity uh to team up with the ACHA and and kind of do them like you said across the country so uh, you know we are we are fortunate to, to get one of those there's uh one right on our campus at at our ice arena uh, at Adrian College uh there's gonna be one in Las Vegas Uh there are, you know, Anthony's helping out there, and then uh, there's going to be one uh, in New Jersey as well, I believe, where the Titans play out of. So I think this is a great opportunity um, to show kids, you know, that there is other options uh, for collegiate ice hockey. And I think from a marketing standpoint, it's it's pretty awesome. And and then yeah, like you said, we're 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 two hours from a dozen uh, ACHA. Uh, Division 1 programs, uh, let alone uh, Division 2, Division 3, women, B1, B2, we feel like we're in the perfect location where we can attract, you know, I think we we have a a realistic goal of of trying to get at least 30 30 colleges out here um, to to watch these kids and and try and identify and and recruit uh, potential, you know, future student athletes. So, so, yeah, I think we're, we're definitely honored to, to, to host one of those events. And um, we're going to do you know, everything we can to, to make the best you know, first-class experience
1: we can offer. You know me. I've been around about uh, eight years doing this, but watched a lot of hockey in the past. And uh, we talked about parity earlier. And I think um, ACHA maybe years ago got kind of a bad rap. But I think right now players look at it as a really good alternative and uh, you're sending guys into the pro ranks, uh, not only you, but but other teams as well. So how good has it become?
3: Yeah, well, when I when I first started, um, you know, a couple years ago, you know, we had uh, ACHA uh, player of the year, and Brad Colbert in 18. And I called, texted, emailed, you know, every single coach in the Southern Pro League. And I, I got one response. And he did end up signing uh, with that team, but now it's finally gotten to the point where you know those calls are are, are returned for the most part, and you know it's it's special. You have Austin Roderbush, who just won a Southern Boat Championship with Roanoke. uh, have the BHL Playoff MVP. Um, you have um, uh, Dan, uh, Dan Stone. Dan Stone and Binghamton. Now you have. Uh, the who started in the Southern Pro League, uh, you have know, Brennan Sanko who's in Binghamton, and, and now he's up in the, in the Southern Pro League with Roanoke. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty special to see our alumni that are continuing to still play. And, um, it's a testament to the APHA that it, it has gotten better and, uh, it, it will continue to get better and, um, and yeah, I think you see it from around the league too, Like, uh, there's, there's a lot of other teams that are, are still moving guys on, and it's
1: definitely pretty neat. You know, and you mentioned some names there and some guys that have won awards at the professional level, so it's not like these guys are just uh, joining teams, they're making impacts too, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's
3: pretty neat, and uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool when we're, we're on the bus ride uh, home, and and uh, the guys will link up their laptops to the TVs in the bus, and you know, we still get to watch and we get to follow those guys. And uh, I, I think that's pretty special, too. And, and uh, you know, a lot of those guys are coming back um, to train for a couple weeks uh, before they go to their pro camps, too. So our, our guys are, are getting tips from them and learning from them. And, uh, you know, you see their work ethic and their compete, and, um, you know, that gets them the younger
1: guys pretty cool. Okay, two final ones for you. You kind of beat me to the punch on that. I was going to ask about the pro camps because I know at the NCAA level, that's a, a very important thing for bonding and, and maybe teaching the, uh, in, in your case, the Bulldog way, I'm sure. So we'll, we'll touch on that. And then the other one, and the one I'll let you go on, is when you look at um, building your program and, and moving forward, um, this has got to be... Uh, a huge step all three of these things the fact that you're playing well the fact that you're going into a conference and the fact that you're going to be hosting one of the three showcase events so uh kudos to you guys for getting that done but uh go ahead and tout yourself and and the program a little bit because uh i know there's a lot of guys that want to play adrian bulldog hockey yeah
3: yeah you know it, it, it's been another you know busy year of uh you know grinding it out on the road and and meeting kids and trying to identify kids that uh, you know first and foremost are are academically motivated. Um, you know, I think for us, um, this was this was a pretty special year for us. Our our, our 10th freshmen, I saw their their midterm grade, and we were we were over like a three six GPA, and that's the highest in nine years. Like we really focused this past year kids that are really good students, or they're academically motivated. Uh, they want to go to class. They want to learn. They want to uh, get better, be better, and and you know we strive to look for kids that, that have a high compete and have a high work ethic, and they're, and they're good human beings. So um, you know you'll see it on a lot of the, our hashtags. Commit to excellence. We'll be excellent in everything we do. We'll be excellent uh, in our relationships. Being a good son. Um, being a good boyfriend in a relationship, being a good uh, friend, being a good human, opening the door for the person behind you. And, and then we want to be excellent in the classroom and uh, on the ice, in the weight room, and in the fill room. So those are the things that we try and strive for. Uh, nowhere near perfect, but that's that's our goals, and, and that's what we try to be, and that's what we try to
1: Gary, I appreciate you spending some time. I know you got a crazy busy schedule. If I don't see you before in person, I will definitely see you at the national tournament this year. And uh, and uh, keep up the good work. It's lots of fun to uh, to follow your program and and follow teams that uh, do it the right way. Hey Scott, I appreciate it.
3: Appreciate all you do for the ACHA. and look forward to catching up
1: with you in St. All right, there it is, Stephen. It's a lot to digest, but that's Gary Astalas, the so head coach. You'll from be, adrian
2: you'll be meeting
1: him in <laughs> st louis <laughs> I, I no doubt they will be there i think they can book their tickets uh they will be there to compete for another national championship but just your thoughts if you can on uh, on what you heard on all three aspects the the play of the bulldogs right now the uh the fact that they're in a new conference or coming up at a new conference and then uh the fact that there's a showcase which i think is incredible
2: well, I'll start with their play. As he touched on in the interview, uh, as good as their record has been, they have been in some close games, and this kind of goes back to your the, uh, the parity point of of it seems like no matter what, on any given night, a team can really be battle with another team. And uh, you look at the the losses they do have, which is as you said, very few. Uh, one of them came at the hands of Liberty, a two one game way back on October thirteenth, towards the beginning of the season. And well, a few games into the season, and then you look at—I mean, they've had some lopsided games, but they've had some close games. I mean, a uh, four-three win over Roosevelt, the very first uh, home game they had of the se- well, yeah, Edge Ice Arena, where they uh, in Illinois, so uh, not their home arena, but but they uh, but yeah, on the road there, and and that was a visit, a close game there. Uh, they've had some; they lost to uh, Ohio. Was the other loss they had a four-three game? Um, a lot of lopsided games, but I mean some of their wins uh even the last game he'd mentioned this and they they were down and had to come back and beat Indiana Tech two to one uh, just recently is on the first of December. So they've yes, they've had a really good record. Yes, they're the number one team, but they've had some, some close games. Um a few close games and you know a couple of losses some close losses too. So um, it just seems like there's no team that's like I mean, no question Adrian's like the the top team, but that doesn't seem to be like that's not as intimidating as before. Where like, oh, there's no way we can beat them. No, there's a there's a way you can. There's a way. Every team seems like is there's and I'm not saying that the team has a a flaw, but maybe there's other teams are just talented enough that they they can provide a threat, even if they don't win, they can provide a threat to to beat them. So uh, that's a credit to the ACHA. I mean, we talked about other top teams. I mean, look at Minot State; they were the number one team everyone said, "Oh, they're they're going to be undefeatable. They're going to be unbeatable." But they've lost a few, and they lost a few in Chicago. And now they've they're kind of right, you know, right there in the top four, but they're not number one anymore. So, who knows? I mean, UNLV and Jamestown meet here in Vegas this week. Depending on how those games go, Well, will that have to shake out for the top top five? And and Adrian has to go to Liberty later this season, so that's going to be tough for them. So. Uh, yeah i agree with the parody part the showcasing the the point about the showcasing is is great i think uh it's great that we see that we're going to see that at the acha level just a little bit about that because uh we've you've asked about and you talked about where it's happening it's happening in new jersey middleton new jersey april 19th through the 21st uh, here in vegas june 21st through the 23rd um and then oh that'll be great that that'll be going on then then my birthday on the twenty fifth, which is important, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then the, and then the NHL draft right after that uh, at the Sphere. So, oh, that'll be a great uh, great week of uh, stuff here in Vegas that week. Uh, if there isn't already, if there isn't a weekend where there isn't great stuff in Vegas, but uh, and then yeah, and then in Adrian in August. So uh, that that's exciting. But what it what it actually is, it's gonna be. It's it's intended. And this is the release that came out about. It, so we'll just read a minute from this just to kind of educate people exactly what this is gonna entail. It's going to help educate prospective student-athletes and their families about the ACHA as the largest collegiate hockey association in the world while also providing exposure for those prospective student-athletes to ACHA teams and coaching staffs. So it's going to focus on high school and junior hockey prospects, so that's student-athletes from 2004 to 2008 birth years. They're looking to continue their competitive hockey careers while attending college and maybe – they can't get something with an ncaa program and so this is another viable option which we're seeing now is you and that was what you asked about and talked talked about in the interview with gary Stoss a little bit that the ACHA is a is a is a well-suited alternative if, if the ncaa hockey uh isn't isn't in, in that person's uh, future um so that what it's going to be it's going to be it's going each site is going it's going to be a weekend experience it's going to have uh, consists of competitive hockey, so there'll be some of that. There's going to be ladder of hockey development options, education of hockey college landscape, uh, academic preparation for college hockey, uh, exposure to college coaches from all five uh, divisions of ACHA hockey. Uh, so prospective student athletes will play three games. So part of this will be games. They'll be they'll, they'll comprise of team. They'll comprise teams, and they'll play little game. They'll play games as part of this. There'll be a practice run by ACHA coaches. Uh, ACHA coaches will also be coaching on the benches and communicating directly with prospects during the game so you get that Uh, there'll be an educational seminar uh, for student athletes and their families that'll take about on the ACHA that'll take place on day two to discuss options for that Uh, all levels of ACHA hockey junior hockey NCAA division one hockey NCAA division three hockey. It'll be a, a college fair as well, and all these to perspective uh, to permit prospective student athletes and their families to speak directly with ACHA coaches and university representatives. So that's kind of the outline of. There's some quotes from different people, um, as you said. Um, Joe Caprio, the owner of Capra Hockey Services, is helping put this on. Um, it's going to be in Middleton Sports Complex in New Jersey. That's what the New Jersey part. Of course, it's going to be here in Vegas, and UNOV will host that. And then Gary Estalas, of course, will be involved with the one in, Mish- in Adrian. So, yeah, this is a great thing. I think this is great that this is happening. And I think it's in, you could you pick three, I mean, you've got one that's in the east, in New Jersey. And in, 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 then you got in way out in the west coast in Vegas, which is a great spot, has the capabilities, of course, be a premier program out here on the west side. And then Adrian, of course, a premier program sort of in the middle it's mean, yeah, it just so it, it
1: perfect it, it literally goes across the country so and obviously you um, are not
2: going to go to all three but I'm, you know you, maybe if you're more east you could go to the one in the east if you're yeah that, if you're that's the central one you're going to get the central one and if you are more on the west side you can go to the one in the in the west coast but i'm sure the people the the coaches and stuff participating will will probably go to all three so you you probably you, no matter which one you go to it seems like you'll get good Feedback. Oh, yeah. It'll be yeah. a good experience for you. For Without a
1: doubt. Okay, let's do this. Let's take one more quick break. Let's come back and let's uh, wrap things up in just a couple minutes.
0: Looking for the big school college hockey experience in a small school setting? Then Maryville University, located in St. Louis, Missouri, could be for you. Fielding five teams across all divisions of the ACHA since 2018 and playing just minutes from campus in the 1,000-plus seat Maryville University Hockey Center, the Saints enjoy a first-class athletic experience as they compete against ACHA powers like Ohio, Liberty, Minot State, and Illinois State. For more information about all things Maryville, visit maryville.edu. Experience the best of academics and athletics at Minot State University. At Minot State, we're not just a team, we're a family united by passion and determination. Achieve your academic goals while thriving in a supportive community. With a commitment to excellence both on and off the ice, we're shaping leaders. With an 11 to one student-faculty ratio, over 1,200 scholarships awarded annually, and in-state tuition for all students. Experience education that goes beyond textbooks, propelling you towards a brighter future. Join Minot State University and be part of a legacy of success. Discover your potential at Minot State. Learn more at minotstateu.edu. Minot State University. Be seen. Be heard. Be you. Women's hockey is one of the fastest growing sports in the country, And at Maryville University in St. Louis, having two ACHA women's teams allows young women to continue to play top level hockey. Maryville women's hockey aligns with the university's core values to provide opportunities for growth as a player, as well as the sport. The Maryville University Hockey Center is the place to get a first class hockey experience and is just minutes from campus. For more information on Maryville women's hockey, go online to maryvillesaints.com. When you put on that Central Oklahoma Broncos jersey, you represent a championship culture on the ice and in the classroom. Two-time ACHA M1 national champions four-time WCHL champions and named a Best in the West College by U.S. News & World Report, UCO hits all of the benchmarks for an elite college hockey experience. Our Edmond, Oklahoma campus, which is just minutes from downtown Oklahoma City, has over 100 areas of study and over 200 student organizations to help you find your fit. Whether it's our stunning 210-acre campus or our NCAA level hockey environment go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com and see if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you as a premier ACHA M1 university UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey experience a pro setting in hockey mad Las Vegas Well, you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. From the NCHC.tv studios, this is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 podcast.
1: Indeed it is the ACHA American Collegiate Hockey. Top 20 podcast, not just ACHA. It's a, a little bit of everything, non-varsity. How about that? Scott Strandy, with you tonight in Carlsbad, California. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh, joining me from Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, Stephen, we had a lot to, to digest during the show. Anything that we need to uh, kind of tie a bow on to end the show tonight?
2: Well, I, I want to continue. With, I got so caught up in talking more about what the actual... Uh, prospect showcase was we were talking about gary astolos's interview what did what stood out to you from the uh, the interview so similar points or was there something different that that you gleaned from it
1: well the one thing that that i saw um or heard from gary again is uh, the fact that they're not only producing great hockey players they're producing great students great athletes great people but uh he's actually sending guys to the pros and he's not sending them there to be just numbers or practice players, he's sending players that are making a difference. They're, they're winning championships. They're, they're being MVPs of tournaments and leagues and, and playoffs. And, um, to me, that's how you build the program. And that's why everybody's following these top teams. And that's why, um when we decided we were going to roll this over to the American collegiate hockey, top 20, we mean, you probably have to go to the top 24, top 25 soon, because, um, Exactly what I hoped would happen is happening. Teams are raising their this game. It's
2: only an hour show, or at least we try to keep it to an hour. <laughs> hour and ten minutes sometimes. But.
1: but what they're trying to do is they're trying to raise their games to keep up with the quote-unquote Joneses in here. They want to um, they, they, they be better. They want to be champions. They want uh, good experiences for their players. They want to turn out quality players, and it's working. It's working. The teams that are at the top are doing it, and they're bringing up other teams. We're seeing, uh, you know, earlier this year, there was, what, four teams that made the announcement that they were jumping up, including Drury and Northern Arizona that were jumping up to Division I. Um, that tells you that there is incentive.
2: Yeah, I mean, there there is certainly incentive to jump up and, and be part of that. And I think it's a credit to the ACHA to uh, provide the opportunity to, expand because you you for the ACHA you could look at it and say you know we've already got a certain amount of teams I think it's up to 70 now or whatever it is and you know we, we like that uh, we want to keep it at that but the, the willingness for them to to upgrade but they just not let anybody they, they, you have to show that you're be viable I mean look at a team like and I provided this example because you look at a team like Mary who's so successful at the M2 level And so you think, okay, well now they get their opportunity to be at the M1 level. Well, how are they going to compete? Because it's as much as we like to think how similar, how great the ACHA is. There is a difference between the M1 and M2, and but Mary's moved up to M1 and has done very well since they've moved up uh, this year. So other teams, it's a little bit of a slower process. But uh, it's I I would expect that the teams that are going to be in M1 next year are going to. It's not going to be as uh, much of a adjustment for them. They're going to be kind of right in the mix and and getting and getting right at it. So uh, that is a credit to the ACHA and and that their willingness to continue to uh, get better um, to put themselves out there and get, get better in in regards to the talent and the teams that they have in the fold at the M one level. And, uh, and of course, hopefully, the expansion on the women's side too, which will come and and just continue to make this league better because. You know, still the gold standard is NCAA, and that's that's the that's the the top one. Obviously, there's teams that are at the M1 level that at the ACHA that have aspirations for that. But a bad, not a bad alternative is ACHA, and it's 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 not as we've talked about this before. It's not as much of a of like a a joke. Oh, well, you play quote unquote club hockey. Or th- you play in the ACHA. you not you don't play NCAA. Well, that's not as much of a joke anymore. It's like, hey, you play in the ACHA. Oh, that's cool. That's res- mad respect to you. I mean, that's that's good hockey. That's you know, and, and I think that's a credit to the teams that play at that level and and the league too for continuing to to do what they can to, to make it not seem so much of a joke to say, oh, you play you play that kind of hockey. No, you play at the ACHA. You play uh, this level. That is that is great
1: yeah totally agree with you i also uh, want to shout out kudos again to the acha for two things for uh promoting the showcase and for joe caprio for for taking it on and uh and you know joe's done a great job like i said in chicago but now to move it across the country that just involves more people from more areas of the country so kudos to them for that and then also i think we can't talk about this enough and we'll do this more as shows Uh, get closer to the national tournament, but open up 24 spots. Now Um, that that's bringing more teams to the M one level because they're going like, Hey, you know, we have a shot now. Um, The top 20 before now it's top 24. There's four more spots. So give us an opportunity.
2: That's a good point you bring up too. That's another example of them really trying to, to to really build this up because it's, it's the premier tournament at the end of the season. Everybody wants to to play it. and, 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 you can look at it two sides and say, "Well, okay, you're expanding it, so you know more teams are gonna get in Is you know is that kind of lessen the importance of the regular season because more teams are now gonna be in the in the field instead of you know twenty it's now twenty four uh but I think that's a I think it's just shows you that there's teams that got left out that are good teams that now have the opportunity to that they'll get in. And maybe have a chance to be competitive. I mean, we're seeing it at the college football level. Boy, there was a lot of controversy this week about the college football playoff. Look what they're doing. They're expanding to 12 teams. Of course, it's going to be that 13th team that's on the outside say, hey, we got hoes. We need to be in the 12. You know, maybe they'll eventually, though, they'll, you know, it's always going to be that team that feels like they got, they got robbed. But it's easy. It's, it's a little bit harder to say that with 12 than four when. Yeah, an undefeated team. It, 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 but this is, yeah, this is a I mean, so this isn't a football show. Yeah, <laughs> you wanna... you're right. You're right, though that <laughs> but, that is
1: the case. There'll always be somebody that'll that'll yeah. feel like they got snubbed. But uh, I think four is just too few. I think twenty was just too few at uh, the M one tournament. So twenty four, I, I think, is a really good start. It as it, it, as it grows, it, they may need to go to you know who knows thirty. I don't know, but
2: well, um, no, I, I think it's I think it. it, it it expands enough to where it's not really more grueling because the tournament itself is pretty grueling. We've talked about that in the past. I mean, it's it's pretty grueling. I mean, and there's not a lot of time that yeah. I mean, you have like five days in it, so you expand it four more teams. It sounds like the setup maybe. It, you the the way it's going to be is you play maybe one extra game and maybe the top now six eight teams might get the buy. You know, and so it's it, it's it seems like it's not as much at it doesn't add that much more grueling grueling a uh, factor to it um because that's the important thing too is there's so much hockey you play in that that grind if you go all the way to the end that you don't want to even add too much more onto that without you know making it now a week long and and there's already there's there's a cost factor involved with it there's there's tra- you know all that stuff too so and that's a little bit you have to take that more into consideration at the ncaa or i mean at the acha level than maybe you do at the other level so uh I think this is a way you could do that without maybe making it too much more of a cost of having an exorbitant amount of extra days that you have to spend there, and not to play too many more, more games to where, you know, more teams get an opportunity, but it's not doesn't prolong it too long.
1: Yeah, good point. All right,
2: in a roundabout way, I think I use long there a lot. But (laughs) 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 all
1: right, take it away, my friend. (laughs)
2: You can tell we haven't done this for we haven't done this for a bit. We got one more week of games and then it's the Christmas break. So we'll I don't know if we'll take a break, but you don't like to take breaks usually, but uh, uh, we got too days, much stuff to talk the, about, the, too the much off we'll, ice stuff. So teams we'll, teams we'll get we'll take, on to that. We'll take a break after these weekends games. So uh, for now, though, from the NCHc uh, TV studios, this is the American Collegiate Hockey Top twenty podcast presented by IceTimeHockeyWest.com. Liberty University, bring your faith and your game to the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, with three valley locations and across the country at BehindTheMask.com, we keep you supplied with all of the gear you need all season long. University of Central Oklahoma, first-class experience on and off the ice. For more information, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, Lunch, Catering, Dining In or Out, or just getting our award-winning barbecue sauce, we're at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. UNLV Hockey, follow the Skating Rebels Championship quest. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. FedEx, ship, manage, track, deliver, the official delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Adrian College, championship hockey culture and a nationally rated small private school education at adrianbulldogs.com. Maryville Women's Hockey. Go to MaryvilleSaints.com for schedule and ticket information. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. University of Arizona Hockey. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org and become part of one of the West's most historic hockey programs. Jets Pizza. Lunch, dinner, and catering as well at JetsPizza.com. University of Mary. New league, new level, same goal. Visit just at com. The Tag Creative Group. Help us create that one of a kind gift for you or someone special. Christmas time, good time to do it. Go to redbubble.com and search T. Grand Rudd, Oklahoma University Hockey, the action you crave only faster at ouhockey.net. The American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network and is live every week on the Podbean app and is available on your favorite podcast platform at ITHSW Podcast, all one word. Again, search ITHSW Podcast, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review any of our podcasts to help others find the show. And I just want to say I'm glad that you're feeling better, glad that your little illness is through you. also thinking again, once again, to the folks at uh, UNLV, and we saw the hashtag Vegas Strong, but also um, UNLV Strong, too. So we're thinking about them, too, and what happened there today.
1: Yep, good stuff. Our thanks also to Gary Estalis for joining us tonight and uh, talking a little ACHA hockey and Adrian Bulldog hockey, the number one team in all of M1 ACHA hockey currently. Uh, Stephen and I will be back tomorrow. Guess what? It's the return of the Pro Hockey <laughs> West Report. We're talking professional hockey tomorrow night, 7.30 Pacific time. And uh, join us live on the Podbean app if you like pro hockey.
2: Maybe the maybe the ACHA needs to do dad's trips because uh it's it's working very well for the for the Vegas Golden Knights <laughs> right now. <laughs> They're on their dad's trips. I trip. knew you were gonna <laughs> get that in there. I knew you would. Anyway. More on that tomorrow uh, on the the West <laughs> Report.
1: All right, we'll take a night for Roger Klein, the peacemakers. De Niro, good night everybody.